Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Jacques Jean. He's the founder and CEO at TechFides. And also with us is Isabelle Jean, digital marketing and outreach manager at TechFides. Jacques and Isabelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Yeah, excited to have you both. So, you know, Jacques, why don't we start with you? Why don't you start us and tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Jacques Jean, as you said. I'm from Haiti originally and been out of Haiti for the past, what, uh, 30 plus years. Uh, Was able to, you know, live in Mexico. I did my undergrad in Mexico. And then after that, from undergrad, uh come to the states uh went to Carnegie Mellon for my master and then after that gone to Harvard and then from there uh been working for the corporate world uh, uh father of three uh beautiful uh, kids uh no longer kids but uh, and we live in McKinney Texas we love it here and uh I enjoy uh serving uh, my community, and as well as uh, we have, we're proud to say that we have uh, three beautiful libraries in Haiti uh, that we have uh, managed to put together because uh, those are the things that, uh, you know, we care about. I think that's fantastic. And I think that lays, you know, a great foundation for talking about tech fights. But before we dive in, Isabel, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Isabel. I am happy to be here. I am a recent graduate of St. Edward University in Austin, Texas. Um, I studied communication and Spanish. I spent one of those years in Madrid, Spain, actually. Um, And then for the past 10 or 11 months, I've been nomadic and traveling through Latin America, um, just kind of practicing my Spanish, but really learning about different cultures and um, improving my, I guess, cultural empathy in a way. Um, and just kind of learning. Um, So yeah, just enjoying my time traveling and I'm still on the nomadic pathway, but um, enjoying practicing my communication and adding that into uh, the organization with Shock. I love that, that's fantastic. Well, let's dive a little bit into TechFides. You know, someone wanna start and tell me a little bit more about what you do? Yeah, uh, so in TechFides, we're an IT strategic consultant company right now. Uh, we focus on four key services. We do IT performance management, enterprise digitization, IT merger acquisitions and divestitures, and then cybersecurity. Uh, so when we do those type of services, we provide the, uh, we focus on four key market. Uh, we do commercial. Uh, we do not-for-profit organizations. We also serve uh, university and as well as government. Uh, it's a broad range of things that we do, but at the same time, we uh, manage to really serve a community that we really care about, uh, that we know have a significant problem. And then our job is go and then try to to, to help them and then address some of the issues that they are facing in, uh, on a daily basis from an organization perspective. And when you're talking about those communities, what do you mean by that? Communities, when you think about, for example, one of the area that we did not expect that we're going to be so successful, it's really the not-for-profit organization. 
And those non-for-profit organizations, they are mission-driven organizations. It's not, I'm not to say that uh, corporations are not mission-driven, but uh, not-for-profit organizations, it's very direct, very impactful, touching the community that they serve. And when we find out that one of the area that uh, they lack of is uh, the IT processes itself, because the mindset from a not-for-profit organization's perspective is trying to deviate from the business model, the business model really, you know, trying to zoom in and make things happen. Mm -hmm. In our case, what what we bring is the expertise. We've been around uh, corporations for 30 plus years, uh, well, 30 plus countries, but in addition to that, we bring a total of 200 plus years of experience. So with us, we have seen everything from an IT perspective. How can we take that expertise, that experience that we have, and then leverage it and then use it on the corporate, on the not-for-profit side, and as well as for university? Mm-hmm. So those are the success story that we bring to the table and then that deeply impact the community that they serve. Because at the end of the day, people are donated money to those organizations, but they want to whip that benefits. What is that benefit? What is the impact of the donations going to be? And what we do is really uh, zoom in to, to, to make sure that uh, they can go in and make that happen uh, for their stakeholders. Mm-hmm. And in those different, you know, industries that you talked about, I think you touched on, I heard, um, I heard nonprofit, I heard education, you know, and I heard, you know, uh, a lot of different industries that can be historically disadvantaged. So it sounds like you're really, you know, one of the biggest challenges that your customers may have before they start working with TechFides is, is, is access. Am I hearing that right? Yeah, one one area, for example, uh, a community that might be uh, you talking about disadvantage, for example, on the IT merger acquisitions and divestitures perspective, this is an area that will work with private equity firms, right? On the private equity firms and as well as large corporations. When you think about large corporations, when they want to acquire another company, they want someone that can go and then do the due diligence. So this is where we step in and then conduct the due diligence for them. Mm-hmm. Once they, we finish the due diligence, we hand that over back, and then now they want to acquire the company if the decision is made to acquire the company. Now they want someone to manage the integrations, right? So once we finish that integration, sometimes they buy a portfolio of businesses. That doesn't mean that they're going to keep all of the portfolio of the businesses, they might want to separate, sell off a few, and then this is where they can call us back and then say, hey, guys, I want to separate that company from the mothership, go sell, go, go separate them from an applications and infrastructure perspective so that they can go in and sell that off. In addition to that, when we're talking about private equity firm and as well as uh, folks uh, that are single owner of a business, Sometimes you have an engineer, sometimes you have someone with a beautiful idea as they start a company and the company is very uh, mature, very uh, successful from a service and product perspective. But at the same time, on the back end, that company does not have all of the processes. And then now they are ready to sell the company either to a private private, uh, equity firm or to somebody else. So what they do, they can call someone like us that truly looking at that functions, IT, 
and then see how we can structure to make things a little bit more corporate-ish for them, bring them to standard policies in place and looking at all of the applications, looking at security, looking at the applications, put methodology in place so that now you feel like you're operating just like a business. It's not just a mom and pop or it's not just one individual that have an idea and then things are all over the place, but now they have a structure that can clearly take them to the next level and then, you know, whip all of the benefits that they might have from a financial perspective and selling it to a private equity firm. Hmm. I think that was a really great example of you that you gave of the private equity. Do you tend to see, you know, um, trends in client profiles that tend to work with, with tech fights? Yeah, we 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 take a look at, uh, for example, Isabel would talk a little bit from a marketing perspective from some of the campaign that he's running. But what we do is really target uh, folks that we know that are struggling and uh, building that capacity or capability within their specific core. Mm -hmm. And then to find out what would be the best way to really help capitalize and uh, the specific area so that they can go and then deliver to well, get the, the benefits that they want to get from either selling their company or if not, uh, companies that are trying to sell to a private equity firm, we have those as well. But sometimes uh, based on research that we have done, uh, we can uh, quickly identify those. And sometimes those are the folks that reach out to us and then say, hey, we're trying to do this and that. Can you help us with it? And then we go and then jump and then help them out. That's fantastic. So from a marketing perspective, Isabel, do you want to comment on that as well? Yeah, so I think just to emphasize what Jacques was saying earlier about um, the industry and niches that we have found within uh, the clientele that we serve, um, I think with Jacques' personal values, I think that that is um, really pushed onto and, and shared amongst the team members. Um, I think that uh, with the clientele that we serve being nonprofit higher education um, and also having that experience within the manufacturing sphere, um, I think we are serving a lot of really community and purpose-driven organizations. So um, within our marketing efforts and outreach, uh, we definitely target those organizations because it, it is really satisfying work and um, it's, the service that we want to provide. It, it's it's helping our community and serving our people the way that we want to. And so not that we are picky with our clientele uh, or clientele, but um, we definitely are very proud of the people that we serve and the organizations that we, we are um, currently serving and continue to serve. I think that's fantastic. Do you think it's, you know, and this question can go to either one of you. Do you think that, you know, that real, that emphasis on the, the values, the mission being purpose-driven is one of the um, differentiating factors from TechFides from its competition on really what makes you unique? Uh, I'll take that. Um, I think what makes us unique is uh, the number of years that we've been around the block, right? When you look at corporate functions that we have worked with, we have worked all over the place. We came from single contribute from single uh, contributor to all the way to to the C suite, right? So therefore, we have seen it all over the place. We have worked with finance, we have worked with legal, we have worked with supply chain, we have worked with M and A, we have worked with you just name it, engineering. 
So it, we, we've done work all over the place with those functions. So when we go to a client, we're not going to be a bunch of, you know, consultants that trying to understand exactly what's going on around their place, trying to understand their business, because we have been there, done that. We just need a quick, tell us exactly what problem you're dealing with, because at the end of the day, those are the way that we approach our client as well, because although we are a technology company, but the first conversation is not technology because technology is an afterthought. Technology is just a tool, right? Because if you don't have a clear set of requirements for your business, trying to understand what is the vision, what is your strategy, if you cannot convey that clearly, then technology is going to be useless. But once you pass that to us, we understand clearly what you're trying to do. What are the things? What are the pain points? What are the issues that uh, when you go back home, you cannot sleep? And then you keep thinking about that basis on a daily basis. Those are the things that we thrive for. We want to understand. You want to hear more. Once we understand that, the technology side, it's easy for us to really take care of that and then make it happen for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important to to kind of understand where each company is coming from to best assess and really do that assessment process. It sounds like before you really even you know do any onboarding or get involved is really take like a large view of of the company. Did I hear that right? Correct. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's great. So you know, I'm curious to to pick both of your brains a little bit. You know, on the on what you know tech fides the industry in general as well. But are there a lot of common misconceptions that you tend to hear often? You know uh, that that from your clients, from, from others outside, outside the company, anything that you want to clear up? Yeah, I think a few things that, uh, when we engage with clients, clients want to jump into the solutions first. And sometimes it's not the right way to approach the problem. Mm -hmm. Because if you had the solution, then you would not need that help. Uh, from a consultant to come in and help you, right? And uh, the way that I'm saying that is there's twofold to that. One is uh, you should not be afraid to just spell out the problem that you're dealing with, right? You should not have a fear because we already have an agreement, an NDA, spell it out. Mm-hmm. This is what the issue is. This, those are the things that you're struggling with. Just put it on the paper and then boom, and then let us do the work. Uh, the other thing is uh, sometimes uh, we find out some folks think that the technology is there. Why not just go acquire the technology and then solve the problem? But it's not that. And most of our clients, what we have seen is they go through that phase. They take, they go and then they allow another consultant to bring vanilla technology, implement the solutions. And the next thing is the, the technology does not, the tools does not fit their business model. And the reason for that is all of the data trying to understand your business requirements, your business needs, understanding your strategy so that we can implement the tools to fulfill your business requirements, those were not in place. Because what you cut corner all over the place and then say, okay, this is what you need, implement it for us and then let's do it. 
And that's where a big, big, big problem always. Now you're going to be spending over and over multiple fold that what you originally planned to spend uh, to solve the problem that you are facing. And do you think it's people just looking for just a solution too fast without, like you said, really going through that assessment phase? That's exactly what it is. Uh, normally, when we go and then start working with a client, uh, if we find out that the client cannot really, and most of the time it does, sometimes the client does not have the capability to express clearly what is the problem, the magnitude of the problem that they are dealing with. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes the corporations is too big. Sometimes there are so many things going on around the company. Normally, the way we engage, we said, okay, let's start with an assessment. And the assessment would allow us to really take a look at across the corporations. Once we look at the course, the corporations, that allow us to pinpoint all of the issues across multiple functions. And then now we redefine that, sit down with the clients so that they can read, they can review, and then approve specifically what we're trying to do. And then once we got that, and then that's going to formalize our statement of work. And then from statement of work, that's going to allow us to go and then build the project team to implement the solutions that they're looking for. I think that's fantastic. And, you know, it sounds like you've been able to, you know, obviously iron out this process with many clients. So you understand, you know, from an assessment assessment standpoint, you can take a look at a company, kind of hear their needs and say, you know, I understand that this may be what you think that you are looking for, but it sounds like you may need a little bit more of this as well, the support in a different area. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's, uh, we, we, we go through that feedback loop and that feedback loop is sometimes you think you said something at the first meeting and then we record it we put it as part of requirements. And then on that second view, when you look at the, you you want to add something else, you want to uh, change something else. This is a process that we go, we go through that iterative process so that uh, sometimes we have like three or four meetings with our client just to document, to make sure that that doesn't mean that throughout the journey to a whole client journey, that doesn't mean that we cannot change, we can. But at the same time, we want to make sure that we're also a Six Sigma uh, organization. 80% of our team are uh, Six Sigma certified. So we want to make sure that at the end, when we're going to deliver, we deliver the solution that was required, that was expected of us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're talking about growing, you're obviously helping companies grow and scale. I'm curious to hear a little bit about, about, about the growth of TechFides. I mean, I think you both shared some interesting history on kind of where you got started, what you're doing now. So I'd, I'm curious to hear a little bit more about the growth of TechFides as, as a company. So um, Isabel talked earlier about the mission-driven uh, organizations, right? So a few things that we're doing is uh, six years ago, maybe five years ago, we launched Tech Fights. Uh, but at the same time, when we launched Tech Fights, uh, we went through a set of iteration. Uh, that set of iterations that we went through, one from a service offering perspective, uh, we redefine our service model just to fulfill the market that we we're trying to serve. Uh, the other thing is the size of the market that we we're going after. Uh, was not a good match. We redefined that. The other thing from a resource perspective 
to help us really capitalize on what we're trying to do with the market. Uh, we build a large ecosystem so that whenever there's big project that we don't have that internal capability to deliver those, then we bring our ecosystem partner to partner with us so that we can deliver that. Uh, the other things that uh, when we started, the government was not part of our offering of a market, right? And then now what we have done is really tap, we become GSA certified. Uh, we become, we do all of the, we meet all of the requirements to really support uh, the U.S. government, federal, state, and as well as local municipalities. So those are the things that we've done. And then that allowed us to grow uh, you know, substantially and then to make it happen. Next things that we're looking for, we're looking for potentially uh, go to Africa uh, because there's obviously a potential needs. Uh, but at the same time, so we're excited about where we are right now, supporting uh, current market here in US and then to see how we can expand that to, to the rest of the world. I think that's fantastic. Well, you know, as we start to wrap up, you know, this this conversation, is there anything that either of you want to leave us with, you know, regarding tech files, the industry, or anything in general? Anything you want to leave our listeners with? I would leave it to Isabel. Yeah, so I think that um, something that I've learned from not only my father, but also um, my father being shocked for those not, not catching on to that last <laughs> name. <laughs> um, so... Uh, something that he has always instilled in me is that that saying of uh, you give a man a fish, you he eats for a day, you teach him how to fish, he eats for a lifetime. And so uh, with that nonprofit that he started years ago um, and with three libraries in Haiti now um, and now with tech guides as well, I'm seeing all of these beautiful ways of empowering communities and empowering people. And so it really is just um, emphasizing that that lesson in that saying that that you need to education is freedom and in education comes empowerment um, and I think that that is something that we have uh, really been putting to work in TechVides that we are empowering our clients empowering our community um, and sharing our knowledge um, and not just uh, the typical consultants that sometimes come in, do the work and wipe their hands clean and get out of there. Um, and so I'm, I'm really proud of the work that we do as TechVides. I'm really a proud daughter um, and, and proud to be a part of this team. And I think that those, those lessons that I'm learning um, personally and in my family and um, professionally now are just, uh, it just seems to be a recurring theme. And yeah, I think that's, that's important too to make sure that we are educating and empowering our community. I think that's fantastic fantastic as well. Jacques, do you have another thing you'd like to add? Yeah, I'd like to add a few things. Um, you would be amazed at some of the stuff we've seen in the marketplace. There are some incredibly misaligned companies out there. What's worse, they don't have the tools or introspections or experience to even know how inefficient and disorganized they are because they have operated that way for so, so long and have gotten by. And many of our clients are very, very successful too. But it's often success in spite of rather than success because of, so to speak. 
they don't know how great they can actually be, right? And what we've done is ability for us to combine that number of years of experience from large companies such as Honeywell, uh, Schneider Electric, and Vences, uh, Motorola. We bring all of those experience, number of years, and then to really deliver solutions that really going to fit your company. I think that's fantastic. I think both of you left us with really great, important, powerful notes to to wrap up this episode. I think this was a great conversation. I appreciate, you know, diving into all of the different industries, niches that you're in, you know, the work that that TechFides is doing in the community as a partner to to your clients. I think this was a fantastic conversation. I really appreciate you both being on Business Ninjas today. Kelsey, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. Yeah, great to have you. Thank you. Hey. Are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.